0: Hi everyone and welcome to Bored On This Day. Today is February the 15th and I'm, I'm Amanda Barker and guess who I'm here with?
1: I don't know Amanda who? Oh it's me. Hello everyone.
0: Why it's Bill and to you, and I hope I've said it right. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well today everybody February the 15th is annual Singles Awareness Day.
1: Or as Carrie Bradshaw called it, single and fabulous question mark? Single and fabulous question mark?
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, Darren Starr, how we love thee. Well, if your birthday is on February the 15th, you are spontaneous and impulsive. As a February 15th zodiac sign, of course, you're an Aquarius and you take life with a passion that is strong. You are paired with the element of air, and in many ways, much like the air it it explores, you go on a journey of being free. That is your lifelong journey.
1: Yeah, but that's not a good person to be having their birthday on International Singles Day because they're going to be spontaneous, impulsive, and make some very bad choices, and then find themselves not single with someone they barely know raising a child. So, you know, be careful, everyone. Be careful out there. Be, Be smart about the passions that are too strong. Celebrating a birthday today, Alex Borstein has been performing the voice of Lois Griffin on Family Guy since 1999 and is currently enjoying success on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Amanda's favorite show, for which she has won two Emmy Awards. Her origins in sketch comedy got her cast in her breakthrough as a cast member of Mad TV, during which she joined the cast of Gilmore Girls. She's had roles in the films Showtime, Bad Santa... Catwoman, Dinner for Schmucks, plus appeared in the films directed by Family Guy creator Seth McFarlane, Ted, and A Million Ways to Die in the West. She produces Family Guy and the show Shameless, which she has appeared on a handful of times. She was born on this day in Chicago in 1971. Joyce
0: Frankenberg decided she needed a different name for show business, and so she selected Jane Seymour instead. After early roles in the films Young Winston and the Only Way, she had a breakthrough as the youngest ever Bond girl in the 1973 film Live and Let Die, playing the role of solitaire. She's been a nonstop success ever since, appearing in Battlestar Galactica, Bill's favorite romantic movie, uh on Singles Day somewhere in time winning a Golden Globe for the TV movie East of Eden starring in the miniseries War and Remembrance. She was Wallace Simpson in The Woman He Loved and in 1993 of course she took on her signature role on the series Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman which lasted six seasons and won her another Golden Globe. Since then she's appeared on Smallville uh, Wedding Crashers that movie and uh, she was also in The Kaminsky Method. She was born on this day in Hayes, England in 1950.
1: Natalie Morales graduated the theater program at Miami-Dade College before landing a guest spot on CSI Miami then went on to star on the ABC film family series The Middleman and was on a series of the show White Collar following appearances on Parks and Recreation, The Grinder, Girls and the film Battle of the Sexes before she starred on Santa Clarita Diet and her own series Abbey's last year she was on the series Dead to Me she was born on this day in Kendall, Florida in 1985
0: He had early roles in Grease 2 and Where the Boys Are, but Christopher McDonald will always be best known to some of us for his breakthrough role as Thelma's obnoxious car salesman husband who inspires her to go on a one-way road trip in the 1991 classic Thelma and Louise. He followed it with roles in Grumpy Old Men, Quiz show, The Faculty, had appearances on Empty Nest and Veronica's Closet, and starred on Family Law for three seasons. He was later on Boardwalk Empire and The Good Wife, and more recently was on Ballers and Mr. Iglesias. He was born on this day in New York City in 1955.
1: Juilliard graduate Megan Dodds had a few notable roles in the late 90s, most memorably as one of the wicked stepsisters in the Drew Barrymore Cinderella film Ever After. Plus, she appeared in the disturbing independent drama Urbania and the comedy Bait. She later appeared on episodes of Detroit 187 and CSI New York. In 2019, she was on the miniseries For All Mankind and in the films The Will and Juliet Naked. She was born on the day in Sacramento, California in 1970.
0: Was she the stepsister in Ever After that looked kind of like she could have been Winona Ryder's sister?
1: No, she's the blonde. Yeah, of the two wicked stepsisters. Yeah, I always thought she was British. Maybe because she did a good accent in that movie. I don't know.
0: Well, he wasn't British, but he was discovered by Lorne Michaels while performing with The Second City in Chicago. He was cast on Saturday Night Live in 1990, staying on the show until 1996, during which he made his breakthrough in the films Airheads, Wayne's World 2, and the hit comedy Tommy Boy co-starring David Spade. He reunited with Spade in Black Sheep and completed the films Beverly Hills Ninja and Almost Heroes before his death of a heart attack at the ripe old age of 33 in 1997. His last film appearance was a cameo in Dirty Work released a year later. He was born on this day in Madison, Wisconsin in 1964. Wow, 33. That uh, There's got to be more at work there than just being unhealthy.
1: He lived hard in general. I remember um, in his autobiography, uh, Rob Lowe talked about working with him because he's in, Bla- uh, not black. I think he's in Black Sheep, but he's definitely in Tommy Boy, and uh, probably Wayne's World as well. So he knew him well, and he talked about actually being in Toronto. They were probably filming Tommy Boy here, and um, they went to you know you know Barbarians down at uh, Young and Dundas. They went there for dinner one night because that's where you go when you're shishi. Although I do. Yeah, I like that restaurant a lot. Um, And uh, he said that uh, he noticed that when they were eating um, Chris Farley, every time he took, he would like cut a piece of steak and he would put the entire, you know how they have butter in like the square tabs? He would take the whole square of it and put it on the piece of steak and eat it. And then with the next piece, he would take another entire piece of butter. So I don't want to shame anybody, you know, but like, I don't know that. If that was a habitual way that he lived indulgently, then, you know, your system can only take so much.
0: Uh, Is it? Sorry. James L. Brooks is me or is it you?
1: Me. Me. Uh, Speaking of men being rewarded, me. All right. James L. Brooks was looking for animation to fill in extra minutes on The Tracy Ullman Show and decided to ask the creator of a comic strip called Life in Hell. His name was Matt Groning, and the cartoons he created for The Tracy Ullman Show became The Simpsons, which was later turned into its own series that is still going after 32 seasons, the longest running U.S. primetime television series in history. He has since created the shows Futurama and Disenchantment and has won 13 Emmy Awards for his work. He received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on February fourteenth, two 2012. He was born on this day in Portland, Oregon in 1954.
0: Lynn Whitfield began performing with the Black Repertory Company in Washington, D.C., before moving to New York in the late 70s and appearing off-Broadway in The Great Mac Daddy and Showdown. In Los Angeles, she gained acclaim for her performance in a production of For Colored Girls Who Have Considered Suicide and soon moved into television and film. She made appearances on Hill Street Blues and Miami Vice and the film Silverado and Jaws The Revenge, later appeared in the miniseries The Woman of Brewster Place and one an Emmy Award for the title role of the Josephine Baker story. She was acclaimed for her performance in Eve's Bayou and co-starred with Chris Rock in Head of State. More recently, she was on the series Greenleaf, which apparently is amazing. She was born on this day in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in 1953.
1: I remember seeing Eve's Bayou in the theater with my friend, whose name is also Amanda, and uh, she turned to me, she goes, oh god, I love Angela Bassett. And I was like, that is not Angela Bassett." oh kevin mccarthy was orphaned as a small child when both his parents died in the 1918 flu epidemic relevant he made his broadway debut in the 1938 production of abe lincoln in illinois with raymond massey then later co-founded the actor's studio and appeared in the london production of death of a salesman before making his film debut in the film version of that play winning a golden globe and earning an oscar nomination for playing biff loman he worked steadily for the rest of his life most famously as the lead in the original version of invasion of the body snatchers he became well known for a series of roles as tough authority guys including in my tutor inner space greedy just cause and even tried to marry blanche on the golden girls he died in 2010 at the age of 96 though he had a film released two years later he was born on the day in seattle washington in 1914.
0: She has long been admired for her work, particularly her interpretations of Shakespeare's women, some of which she is committed to film. Claire Bloom trained at the Central School of Speech and Drama before making her professional debut on BBC Radio, later appearing at Stratford-on-Avon and King John the Winner's Tale, and as Ophelia in Hamlet when she was 17. She made her West End debut with Richard Burton, which is your first clue here that this is not recently, which is what I thought it was, um, in The Ladies Not for Burning in 1949. I thought this was somebody in the last 10 years. Making her film debut in The Blind Goddess around the same time and having a breakthrough in Charlie Chaplin's Limelight in 1952. She co-starred with Olivier and Richard III and appeared in Robert Wise's horror classic The Haunted. She played Nora later in A Doll's House on film. She starred in the popular miniseries at the time, Brideshead Revisited, for which she was nominated for an Emmy. And more recently, she played Queen Mary in The King's Speech. And in 2019, she was in the miniseries Summer of Rockets. Anyway, Claire Bloom. She was born on this day in London, England in 1931.
1: Cesar Romero first began performing as a ballroom dancer, made his way onto the Broadway stage, and then into films in the 30s as a Latin lover, playing supporting roles in The Thin Man, The Devil is a Woman, and Love Before Breakfast, while also appearing as the Cisco Kid in a series of low-budget westerns. Because he refused to allow the studio to set him up in a fictional marriage to help hide his sexuality, he was never built up to major stardom, which he said many years later was something he had no regrets about. In the 40s, he appeared in Tales of Manhattan, Captain from Castile, and That Lady in Ehrman. In the 60s, played the role for which he is still best known and loved as the Joker on the Batman television series. He later appeared on three seasons of Falcon Crest as Marco's dad and appeared on an episode of The Golden Girls. His last appearance was on an episode of Murder, She Wrote in 1992, two years before his death at the age of 86. He was born on this day in New York City in 1907.
0: Miranda July first found fame as a performance artist, playwright, and for her published short stories before moving into filmmaking with her acclaimed directorial debut, Me and You and Everyone We Know. It premiered at the Sundance Film Festival at the same time as director Mike Mills' debut Thumbsucker. They met at a film party and got married four years later. She followed it with the 2011 film The Future and in 2020 released kajillionaire well as an actress she appeared in the films jesus's son madeline's madeline and an episode of one of my favorites portlandia as one of the owners of two girls two shirts she was born on this day in bar vermont in 1974 and i believe i have her book of short stories queued up in my uh, libby app so watch out world
1: Marissa Berenson was one of the top models of the 60s, a particular favorite at Vogue magazine, who moved into films with Visconti's 1971 film Death in Venice, then a year later gave her best-known performance as Natalia Landauer in the Oscar-winning Cabaret, for which she was nominated for two Golden Globes. Even the last time we recorded, Amanda said she had no idea who she was. She played the female lead in Barry Lyndon, despite not uttering more than a hundred words throughout the whole film, and later appeared in Blake Edwards' SOB, The Secret Diary of Sigmund Freud, Clint Eastwood's White Hunter Black Heart, and in 2010, co-starred with Tilda Swinton in the Luca Guadagnino film I Am Love. She is the sister of photographer Barry Berenson, who died on one of the planes that crashed into the Twin Towers, and is the granddaughter of famed fashion and costume designer Elsa Schiaparelli. She was born on this day in New York City in 1947.
0: Harvey Corman rounds out our list today. He's one of the 20th century's favorite comedic actors, best known and loved for his 10 years on The Carol Burnett Show and for his performances in the films Blazing Saddles, my, one of the favorites of my family, Herbie Goes Bananas and Curse of the Pink Panther. He had his first break on Danny Kaye's variety show in the early 60s, on which he honed his skills. He later had a regular gig performing the voice of the great Gazoo on the Flintstones, earned four Emmy Awards and a Golden Globe for his work on Burnett's show. He also played Bud Abbott in a TV biopic about Abbott and Costello. He made his last appearance in the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas in 2008, eight years before his death in uh, uh, at the age of uh, 81 and he was born on the stay in chicago in 1927
1: amber riley auditioned for american idol when she was 17 but was turned down then a few years later auditioned for the show glee and landed the role of mercedes jones for which she played for the show's whole six seasons during the show's run, she and Derek Huff were crowned winners of Dancing with the Stars in 2013. Later, she appeared as Ada Pearl in The Wiz, live on television, co-starred in Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool, and 2016 played Effie White in the West End production of Dreamgirls, for which she won an Olivier Award. In 2020, she released the EP Riley. She was born on this day in Los Angeles, California, in 1986, and I love her voice.
0: Yeah, ph- phenomenal talent. John Barrymore tried to avoid his family's business of the theater, but after appearing with his father, Maurice, in a play in 1900... And with his sister, Ethel, a year later, his life was cemented. And by 1903, he was a top draw in comedic and dramatic plays, including Justice, Richard III, and Hamlet, which led him to being called the greatest living American tragedian. He entered silent films in the 1920s, and by the time Sound came along, he was a star. In such films as Svengali, Grand Hotel, and in 1934 was in what is considered the first ever screw screwball comedy put to film 20th century he was as famous for his talent as he was for his drinking which had begun when he was a boy and uh, of course if you're a boy in you know very early vaudeville but pre vaudeville really uh, and that gave him many health problems in adulthood leading to his death in 1942 at the age of 60. He was the father of actor John Drew Barrymore, who is the father of actress, who also had his own issues, Um, actress uh, Drew Barrymore, uh, and her issues have been well documented in her two books. John Barrymore was born on this day in Philadelphia in 1882.
1: Gail Sondergaard has the distinction of being the first person to win the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress when the category was introduced in 1936, which is actually eight years after the Oscars started. She won for the film, Anthony Adverse. Her film career began after she went to Los Angeles with her husband. And despite the fact that she preferred working in theater, she said yes to the film roles that came her way. She was nominated again for her performance in the 1946 drama Anna and the King of Siam. In 1939, she was cast as the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz, but when the role's original idea was changed from a glamorous, beautiful witch to an ugly one, she quit the project and, like Cesar Romero earlier, later said she did not regret it one bit. Her other notable roles included The Life of Emil Zola, Juarez, The Mark of Zorro, and The Letter. She made her last appearance in the film Echoes in 1982, three years before her death at the age of 86. She was born on this day in Litchfield, Minnesota in 1899.
0: Olga Meredith made her Broadway debut in the early 80s. That's the 1980s. This episode is hard to know. We were doing people from 1900 and so on, uh, working in the human comedy and Les Miserables, later receiving a Tony nom for her performance in Lynn manuel Miranda's In the Heights, in which she played Abuela Claudia. Um, luckily she was great. The version I saw, non-union tour that came shortly after, Broadway, don't make your tours non-union. Uh, because the abuela I saw was, you know, 25. Anyway, uh, this is not about that abuela who I'm sure is living her best life right now, but this is about Olga. She will soon reprise the role in the film version. None of us can wait for that. She has had a number of notable roles on film, including as Madonna's sister in Evita in the Martha Coolidge film, Ad Angie and opposite Meryl Streep in Marvin's room on television. She's appeared in orange is the new black Brooklyn nine, nine, and as judge Roberta Martinez on law and order svu she was born on this day and she's one of the few people that you'll hear who was born here in guantanamo bay cuba in 1956
1: Well, last but not least, Susan B. Anthony was an American social reformer and women's rights activist who played a pivotal role in the women's suffrage movement, which if you don't know what that is, it has to do with votes. Born into a Quaker family committed to social equality, she collected anti-slavery petitions at the age of 17. It was her way of avoiding having premarital sex. In 1856, she became the New York State agent for the American Anti-Slavery Society. She traveled extensively in support of women's suffrage, giving as many as 75 to 100 speeches per year and working on many state campaigns. Working internationally for women's rights, she played a key role in creating the International Council of Women, Sounds Loud, which is still active. Just kidding. She also helped to bring about the World's Congress of Representative Women at the World's Columbian Exposition in Chicago in 1893. When she first began campaigning for women's rights, she was harshly ridiculed and accused of trying to destroy the institution of marriage, of course. Public perception of her changed radically during her lifetime, however, except, of course, that women who do the same thing now are also condemned because the only way you can get away with having an opinion as a woman is to be dead for a 100 years. Her 80th birthday was celebrated in the White House at the invitation of President William McKinley, and she became the first female citizen to be depicted on U.S. coinage when her portrait appeared on the 1979 dollar coin. She died at at the age of 86 of heart failure and pneumonia in her home in Rochester, New York, on March 13, 1906. That's a very old age for her time. She was buried, uh, who cares, at her birthday celebration in Washington a few days earlier, Anthony had spoken of those who had worked with her for women's rights there have been others also just as true and devoted to the cause she said i wish i could name everyone but with such women consecrating their lives failure is impossible failure is impossible quickly became a watchword for the women's movement she is an absolute hero and she was born on this day in adams massachusetts in 1820
0: and that wraps up. Uh, what better way to wrap it up than the incredible Susan B. Anthony. So happy birthday if you're celebrating today. We had so many amazing people that you share this list with. And uh, it's a chili. It's going to be chilly. So uh, no matter what year you're listening to, this is pro- pro- pretty pretty sure February 15th is chilly. So do stay warm, cuddle up, watch something really great today or, or have a, a nice enjoyment by yourselves because it is singles awareness day i'm here with my absolute favorite um sometimes single person uh bill and bill it's always been a pleasure thank you so much
1: see you tomorrow